Welcome to the Beehive Archive, a two-minute look at some of the most pivotal and peculiar events in Utah's history. The Winter Quarters Mine Disaster of May 1, 1900 brought international attention to the small mining town of Schofield, Utah. The Daily Telegram, an English newspaper, expressed its sympathy, as did French President Emile Loubet. U.S. President William McKinley wrote to Utah's governor stating his intense sorrow upon learning of the terrible calamity and his deep sympathy with the wives, children, and friends of the unfortunate victims of the explosion. The 200 dead miners left 105 widows and 270 orphaned children. In a time before insurance and workers' compensation, the relief efforts that followed this horrific disaster showcased community activism and compassion. Utahns quickly moved to create a monetary fund for the widows and orphans called the Schofield Relief Fund. Ogden's Grand Opera House hosted a benefit concert and donated the proceeds to the fund. Around the state, various baseball teams staged benefit games, while clubs and fraternal organizations collected money from their members. Even school children dug into their pockets. A.C. Patterson's class at the North Hooper School penny, nickel, and dimed its way to raising $2.10. On May 2nd, the day after the disaster, the town of Provo raised $5,000, while the LDS Church donated $2,500 to the effort. Fellow miners at Castlegate levied a fee of $2.50 on all laborers at that mine, while the Pleasant Valley Coal Company, owner of the Winter Quarters Mine, erased the debts owed by the victims of the disaster and donated $500 to each of the victims' families. By May 3rd, only two days after the disaster, Utahns had raised nearly $13,000 for the Schofield Relief Fund. The amount tripled the next day. A week later, more than $100,000 filled the coffers of the Schofield Relief Fund. Ultimately, a total of $216,289.91 was raised throughout the United States for the families affected by the disaster at Winter Quarters Mine. Research and writing for this episode of the Beehive Archive were provided by Nicholas Demas of University Advancement at Utah State University. Sources and past episodes may be found at utahumanities.org. For the Beehive Archive, a production of the Utah Humanities Council, I'm Megan Van Frank. Visit us online at kcpw.org and click on the Beehive Archive link.